you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. On the heels of the biggest news of the last two weeks, Odell Beckham Jr. released from the Browns, clears waivers, and after a frantic couple of hours, finally decides on the Los Angeles Rams as his next NFL home. And the first to have that news joins us now on Inside Report. Kim Jones, back here with us. Kim, phenomenal work in your reporting of this whole situation. Before we get into it all, first, take me inside your head here um, over what was a, a really frantic like 30 to 45 minute period when you ultimately got the text from Odell that said Rams. Yeah, and it actually goes back a few more days, right? And, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, you know, Ian Rappaport and I work hand in hand on this. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever talked to Ian this much in a week. <laughs> Odell, a break from God me. God bless I you definitely for that. have to give Ian a break from me, too. But, um, <laughs> listen, when, when Odell told me that it was going to be a few days. This could take a while, as Kim Jones and I just reported the Odell Beckham watch, the Odell Beckham free agency is going to take some time. We were told it's going to be probably a few days. So if you're expecting a quick answer on Odell Beckham, who officially cleared waivers yesterday afternoon, you are not going to get it. Everything's relative, right? And it probably was never going to be a few days. But I knew what he meant, which was essentially nothing today. Right. And we'll get back at it. And I said to him, well, I'll reach out by Friday. You know, because I was going to give him most of Thursday or Thursday overall. And then everything, everything happened. And, yeah. you know, I think once we knew, generally speak, teams, and I think that um, we kind of were getting indications the Rams were into it. 
I immediately said he's go to myself, he's going to the Rams. Now you can't report that. You know, I just felt right. like he was partly because he loves Southern California. He loves the weather. He trains out there every single winter. As far as I know, he spends at least some considerable time training in LA for obvious reasons. The weather's better at times. Of course, he's been rehabbing injuries. Um, that allows him to get outside. He was sending me all kinds of videos this past off season of him running and sprinting. And, and uh, they all looked to me like they were from California. And I know for a fact, most of them at least were. So, you know, he loves that area. He and Von Miller are very close. Um, and even a few years ago, when, when the Giants ultimately traded him to Cleveland, um, but when things with the Giants, you, you know, were changing um, in, in large part because Dave Gettleman became the GM, you, you know, I, I think the Rams even then held significant lore for Odell. So really, this isn't a surprise. But when you're doing and I'm not going to lecture anyone on how to do a story like this, because there's luck involved, there's chance involved, there's <laughs> sure. a lot of non-sleep involved. There's a, a lot of that stuff involved. But like. I couldn't go on all of what I just said and presume he was going to be a Ram, even though there were a lot of logical reasons that once we knew the Rams were involved, that they weren't in that initial group, which is interesting to me. Um, it, it kind of made sense that it would be the Rams. Well, Kim, you put on a clinic, a reporting clinic over the course of the last few days with this whole situation and really throughout his career, because you've gotten to know Odell pretty well from the moment he was drafted uh, to New York back in 2014. What was that relationship like and how did you get to know him so well? You know, almost like a little brother. I don't have a younger, I don't have a brother at all. I have a, a younger sister, but um, I met Odell the first time he was at the Giants facility. Jerry Reese was the GM. Mark Ross, now our colleague, right. uh, was also in, in that hierarchy. And I could tell Jerry in particular who you know, wasn't a guy who always walked around with a huge smile on his face. You know, he's a, he's a, he was a GM. He had, he had a big responsibility. But I could tell he was so excited to have gotten Beckham at 14. And and um, I think we learned later some of the other teams. Rex Ryan, of course, told us he was all over Odell. He just couldn't draft in there. Oh, so sure. I met him that first time he was at the facility. I interviewed him for NFL Network. I have not seen that interview in a number of years, obviously. <laughs> Uh, so I can't even imagine what I asked him or what he said, but I did interview him then. And then, Rhett, Rhett, like back then, of course, we were in locker rooms and it was loose in locker rooms. Not crazy, but but there weren't the rules. Certainly now we're in a whole different area. But exactly. even in years, we've been in, you know, different, um, pro not protocols, because that's been COVID. And obviously we all understand that. Yeah. But there have been other rules and that sort of thing. For example, I would sit with Odell at his locker. Because Brian Nassib, the backup quarterback to Eli then, was rarely in the locker room. So I would just sit on his stool. In in more recent years, you weren't allowed to sit on a player's stool. Right. Which is probably the way it should be, to be honest with you. But whatever. You know, so he and I would just sit and talk to the point, Rhett, where, you know, when during training camp, when he had the hamstring issues, I remember John Mara saying to me at a training camp practice, he didn't have these issues at LSU. And and I said, you know, Johnny's, you know, he's hurt, you, you know, and John knew he was hurt, but, but he just was, uh, you know, a bit frustrated during August about it. And I remember Odell telling me we were at the locker, so it had to be after training camp. We were at his locker and Nassib's locker. And he said, I don't think Coach Coughlin understands how much I love to practice. And I said, and, but he just couldn't. And I said, 
why don't you walk upstairs to his office and tell him? And he did. And from <coughs> that point on, Tom Coughlin's energy and sort of um, manner in talking yeah, about. I remember that vividly. And his hand changed completely because yeah. I think he's convinced, OK, this is a kid who wants to be out there. He just can't be. And Red, I'll tell you this one real quick. You'll like this one a lot. I remember after Odell's first game, which was game five of the season against Atlanta at home, he caught a touchdown pass and it was glorious. And the fans went absolutely bananas. And I think Odell, it was either Odell or the coach, it might've been the coach, was talking to the media and I had come in a little bit late and I ended up talking to Eli while, again, I think it was the coach was talking. Sure. It might've been Odell. And I said to Eli, how, how did you, you know, notice, like, how did you guys connect there? And he said, it was a throw we've never practiced. It was a throw I've never made to Odell. <laughs> and it was, you know, something he's never practiced. And I said, how does that happen? And he looked at me and he said, Kim, he never practiced this. I said, I know, Eli, like, I'm just wondering big picture. How did it happen? You know? And I think at that point, I thought something really incredibly special was going on with the Giants yeah. and Odell Beckham Jr. Um, it lasted for a short time. It did not last as long as I thought it would. Same. And that has been what everyone, certainly the Browns, have been trying to replicate was that connection he had with Eli Manning. We haven't seen it with anyone since then, really, those first couple of seasons in New York. Uh, certainly the whole one-handed catch on Sunday night and that whole deal uh, lit everything on fire. Odell seems to be one of the more misunderstood um, athletes, I feel like, because he, there is a perception about him from the outside looking in. And I, I've been around him in person a few times as well, and he's never been anything but a stand-up dude. Um, after the games, when things were getting really tough in New York at the end, when the losses were piling up, remember on a Monday night, I think I was with you at MetLife one night on a Monday night and things weren't going well. And, um, and I just remember him just standing up at his locker, uh, very eloquently, very respectfully answering questions. So w why do you feel like it's gone so wrong at the end of both of these tenures in New York and Cleveland? Yeah. I mean, it's an, it's an interesting topic, right? Um, I, I will say this, um, you know, the Giants to a degree neutered Saquon Barkley the moment they traded Odell away. Uh, and you can look at the numbers and see that yeah. that's true. I know it's a short hey, It's a rookie of the years, his first year. Right. A small sample size, you know, with Saquon. Um, but, but it was remarkable. And they played yeah. off each other beautifully. Uh, I, I, will, I will always have regrets. Um, partly because we just haven't had winning football teams here in New York and perhaps they could have found something there um, with those two very special talents. And both of them, of course, now have had some significant injuries to come back from, um, you know, really in both cases, obviously, but yeah, you know, I, I, I think, I think with the giants, um, I don't know. I, maybe I should, shouldn't say this. I always felt like Dave Gettleman, once he was named general manager, really wasn't going to keep Odell. That, that, that really wasn't kind of the way he wanted to build the Giants. And if I had to guess, and this is solely a guess, yeah. I'm not sure how many conversations Gettleman ever had with Odell. I'm not saying he never had any, but, sure. you know, he's had the end of that season, you know. Um. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know how many times 
they they tried to find common ground there if they cared about common ground. Yeah, it might have gotten past that point, um, you know, and and it, and it feels like that's how it got at the end of his Cleveland tenure here, Kim. Same thing. It was like, well, geez, all of a sudden this escalated and now we're on our way out, you know, and clearly there were probably some things behind the scenes that were working. Right. But for such a special talent to have run its course so quickly at the end in both places is a little interesting. Well, it's, it's, you know, the candle that ex- is extinguished, right? And it can happen quickly. Um, yeah. You know, here's what, here's what I would say. I, I think that things could have been done differently by Odell. I also think that there are other times when, when people would make assumptions about Odell without really trying to sit down and have a conversation with him. Um, that's more about the Giants. I don't, Rhett, have a, a great handle yeah. on what really in Cleveland you know, yeah. I, the one thing I will tell you, when I went out to Cleveland for the preseason game between the teams and Joe Judge had taken the Giants out early and they had done um, some joint practices with with the Browns. I don't think Odell took part in that, you right. know, coming off, uh, you know, an ACL and, and obviously Saquon didn't either. But, but that's beside the point. But, you know, I, I, I think that the, the Cleveland thing is something where I do think people tried to make it work. I mean, Odell yeah. did tell me, and other people, not Odell, did tell me that when they had breaks, like special teams periods in training camp and stuff, and you know how those can seem, and well, he and yeah. Baker would go off to a side field and work on, you know, their chemistry. They were out here in L.A. together, too, at Absolutely. times. Yeah, they, yeah. and they're, they're, they've always been part along with Sterling Shepard, with wives and, and yeah. you know, vacations or just hanging out or whatever the case might be. So where he and Baker ultimately went seriously wrong, I don't right now have that answer, but clearly it ran its course fairly quickly. So the reason I ask is because now he goes to LA with the Rams where they have a phenomenal offense already with Matthew Stafford as a quarterback, with Sean McVay as the guru and with Cooper cup as the league's best receiver right now. Like, breaking Jerry Rice records in terms of pace for a season, you know, through the midway point. And, you know, like the question that we'll end up having to ask, you know, Sean McVay is like, you know, why will this work with OBJ where it didn't with Deshaun Jackson, you know, who was a talent um, similar to OBJ's with the with the speed and the ability to, you know, to make the big explosive plays. But the reason I asked that about the end of Cleveland and New York is because there shouldn't you, you don't expect there to be an issue with Odell, the teammate joining the Rams based on your interactions with him in the past? No. And if there is, you know, I would be astounded because yeah. he picked this team. Right. You know, he didn't pick to be drafted by the Giants, even though he loved being a Giant. Uh, and, and my suspicion is he'll at some day, you know, may mention a few regrets, you know, that it didn't work sure. out for at least a longer period of time with the Giants. And he certainly didn't pick to be traded. And he didn't pick to be traded to the Browns. And again, I understand the Browns under Stefanski and Barry have really turned things around. All respect to, to what the Browns have been able to do, but it ultimately didn't work with Odell. And, and you can't say he chose that because he didn't, because Dave Gettleman traded him, called yeah. him and had you know, a very short phone call with him as he was vacationing in Paris that he had, you know, been traded to the Browns. And, you know, I think his world turned upside down. <laughs> You know, we saw on Instagram, you posted some things. I know it's a big change in your life. So um, did the trade take you or shock you maybe as much as everybody else? Uh, I, d- I definitely would say that it did. Um, 
it's just a lot to process. You know, you you start off in in New York in your career, and and next thing you know, I'm I'm here today. Um, but I'm very thankful for the opportunity, you know, to be here. Uh, kind of the past is in the past. It was definitely a shock. I think I've come to grips with everything and and processed everything. So this time, this has all been in his control, right? And yeah. and listen. You know, on Twitter the last couple of days, and I've not seen a lot, but a couple of things I've seen, you know, oh, no one wants him. You know, oh, that's why he hasn't signed. No, no, no. Some of the best teams in the league wanted him. Among the teams who have offers out to Odell Beckham or significant interest, the Kansas City Chiefs, who never shot away from adding despite the salary cap crunch they're in. The Green Bay Packers, certainly adding a big-time weapon for Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be bad. The Seahawks, the Patriots, the New Orleans Saints who tried to trade for him at the trade deadline. Some of the best quarterbacks in the league were going to vie, essentially. I know yeah. the quarterback of the power, but, you know, to, to be able to throw to Odell Beckham Jr. because the organizations were trying to land OBJ right. during this last couple day period. So he was very much wanted by the best teams in the league. Uh, many of the best teams in the league, I should say. And and he got to choose. And and I do think he has to now own that. I do think it'll go well. But I think this now is Odell owning this destination. Yeah. Now, it may only be for half a season, right? Sure. You, you know, it doesn't have a long-term commitment attached to it. Right. Um, and it's all going to be very, very interesting to see Matthew Stafford, who's never won a playoff game, on the field with all of his <laughs> glorious talent. It's an opportunity for us as a team. It's an opportunity for him, you know, to come in here and prove himself to us. Uh, you know, like what our what our room is about in the receiver room is pretty special. I know he'll fit right in and, uh, you know, just continue to get better. And, and um, you know, hopefully it'll help us as a team. And by the way, a hell of a defense, too. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch the Rams right now. So we've covered the idea of Odell as a teammate and as a person. And the player, Odell, as we also kind of briefly mentioned, we've been wanting that early years Giants form of Odell Beckham Jr. that we didn't really get in a Browns uniform, save for that one game against Dallas uh, early last season in 2020. And maybe that happens now with the Rams, but uh, but again, this is a this is a guy that's had some serious injuries in his career. You know, going back to the Giants um, multiple times, uh, the broken ankle was one, and the ACL now with the Browns. And let's not forget, he's injured right now. Like there were we we, we weren't sure whether he was going to play at a couple of points during the season with that shoulder injury. Is he capable of getting back to that level that that we came to love that level of play? I think he is. Um... There was one other game, um, coincidentally, it was against the Jets at MetLife Stadium, <laughs> where he didn't just recapture the old Odell. He made like a crazy one-handed catch of sorts that was similar, not exactly, but, you know, to that other one. Uh, yeah. and, and remarkable. And I remember interviewing him after the game and he was um, really hopeful, you know, you know and, and happy to obviously... Um, have that kind of performance at MetLife Stadium. But it's interesting to me that against the Dallas Cowboys, who, of course, bring out that feeling in so many people and players. Sure. And at back at MetLife Stadium, you know, were, I guess, probably his two best best games, right, as, yeah. as a, a member of the Cleveland Browns. I think he'll be surrounded by a lot of players that he already knows, probably. Perhaps chief among them, Von Miller. That's crazy, man. So, so OBJ is in L.A., I'm going to call 
listen, when the Rams were here a couple weeks ago, um, you know, Rams folks told me that Aaron Donald, I believe it was Les Snead, told me Aaron Donald is ex- is the incredible player, but as incredible in terms of leadership. And, and I think that sort of presence, and I don't know how well he knows Aaron Donald, yeah. will be good for him Jr. at this point in his career. Donald leaves nothing to chance with preparation, from what I understand. Um, one of the anecdotes I told that day was that he was in the, the Rams facility at something like 10 o'clock on a Friday night, and an analytics staffer forgot something, <laughs> sees an Aaron test, uh, texting less, saying, you're never going to believe this, but Aaron's at the facility, yeah. you know, prepping. I think those kinds of examples who are very, very, very highly respected and very, very good players in our league, in the NFL yeah. uh, overall, I think those will be very good examples for Odell. I think the idea that McVay is very much an offensive coach who is tied into everything that team is doing and everyone who's doing it will be good for him. I, you know, let's, let's presume for now, just, just because we can't see the future that this turns into half a season of Odell Beckham Jr. as a Ram. Yeah. I think there is a chance it could turn around his career going forward, you know, if he and they approach it correctly. And I expect all parties involved to do so. I would agree. And Matthew Stafford certainly fits the bill of that quarterback um, that that uh, Odell Beckham has been yearning for, uh, it, you know, since leaving, since that relationship with with Eli moved on uh, in New York. So great insight. Kim Jones with us here on NFL Inside Report. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Rhett. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
A reunion in Carolina with Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold headed to injured reserve out four to six weeks with a fractured scapula. Panthers head coach Matt Rule said this week he would evaluate any and all options at the quarterback position, and it turns out that best option is a reunion with the player the Panthers took number one overall in the 2011 draft, Cam Newton. The 2015 NFL MVP is back in Carolina with the Panthers. Brought Cam here because of who he is, a quarterback, and we brought him here to play. Um, but you know, we're not looking into the future. We, we just got to get him here, get him, you know, get him physical, start teaching, uh, you know, him what we do. And um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when I talked to Cam. He, he told me he feel he's healthy and feels great. He's as healthy as he's been. So, a healthy Cam Newton's a special player. So. Um, we'll just take it day by day. The interesting piece of this reunion, the money. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reporting it's a one-year deal for Cam worth up to $10 million with $4.5 million fully guaranteed. That is starter money for the rest of this season. And while P.J. Walker will start for the Panthers this week against the Arizona Cardinals, Cam Newton should see a start soon in Carolina. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Reminder, download, subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We're back with you on Monday for a look behind the headlines, inside the highlights from your Week 10 Sunday. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.